I'm Brother Joseph, the author of God in Black and White, the Book of Real Lies. Welcome back to my podcast. And if you're new, stick around. You might hear something you like. police siren in this supposedly fast-paced moment of despair. Why are we quarantined in our own homes with no medication and a computer system for a physician? If medication obtained on the high street is able to cure you in your homes on the advice of a computer software, why is a vaccine needed or necessary? Why do information regarding the dangers of this plague change every 24 hours? Why have we all become so afraid to die that we have created a dark cloud of despair over the world? Christians should know this. When the Father arrives, he will wake the dead and have them atone for their actions. This may be the time they realize what has been written bears no resemblance to a skeleton, but to the walking dead. Those who will not see nor hear, these are warnings and predictions from our old priests and teachers, killed by the Apostle Paul, and those who believe in the European God of our lives will not accept it. Many of you might feel as though you are in a Hollywood movie right now, a fictitious B-movie, penned by some drunk screenwriter. However, this is not a movie, and it is not a rehearsal for what is to come. It is the real thing. It is a plague. Much as the bubonic plague, which has been vanquished and understood, so why is it here, bringing with it the specter of death? Is it really here, and beyond our control? or being utilized in the procreation of fear and distrust amongst humankind. We are all afraid to die because we might go to hell. This outbreak of a plague has happened so suddenly. We have not had the opportunity to redeem ourselves. Redemption has to happen to avoid going to hell whilst running from hell. We do not know what will happen to us if God does not take us with him. But we cannot find the preacher. His phone is disconnected. His flock of sheep has been perfectly brainwashed 
and he now hides from the retribution that comes from my father. However, there is no hiding place, as when the shadow of the father's hand covers the earth, all within that shadow dies, the good as well as the evil. They are being sought, and all around them will die right along with them. The population of this world has grown accustomed to living in a dream world, and there is a very serious problem when mankind lives in a dream world. They one day wake up to find they have not been living in a dream world at all. They have been creating their own nightmare. Can someone please tell me, are we enjoying life in this nightmare? Right at this moment, we are in the grip of a world epidemic, what we call a pandemic. But perhaps the real world pandemic is our lack of wisdom. Perhaps the real world pandemic is our inability to think for ourselves. Before going into the aspects of occurrences today which threatens to change our lives forever, let me remind you that the earth exists in the heavens. There has been a war in the heavens and it will be forever until there is a change and there has never been a better time. Now, what am I saying? I am talking about the message, a message we should not ignore, whether we perceive it to be true or false. It is a message we should consider and think about. I am talking to the Nubians now, because we are the ones who are able to save the world from this mess. We carry the antidote in our genes. Every Nubian on this earth knows it at this moment, but will not accept it. Instead, we cower in darkness and fear along with others, identifying ourselves as they. However, we should know this. We have been waited on. We have suffered. We have observed ourselves historically diminished into a state of non-existent invisibility. We are confused and homeless in a world built and rightfully owned by us, the children of creation. Everyone says this is a change-making occurrence, and they are aware of it. Reports through the media that things will not be the same after this present world crisis is true. It will not be. This is a life-changing, world-changing event, and no matter how or why it has occurred, one thing is certain. Those who do evil will capitalize on it. Everyone will pay the price. Lives will change dramatically for most of us. And the Nubian life changes will be the most dramatic of all, should we not think ahead. This message is not doom and gloom, and I would not wish it to be so, but to move toward a more conscious way of living and the future of our offspring. It is time to wake up. Perhaps you should listen to fears or faith once more. Tony Blair once said after the bombing of Serbia's TV station in 1999, the trouble with people is they just do not understand the power of the media. 
But then he probably said quite a few things he should not have in the period of his reign as the boss. Even though I do have certain sympathies for him, as I believe he found himself in a situation not prepared for. He was unable to accomplish the good things he had intended to make a difference. He was not in control. They were in control of him. Now enough of Tony Blair. Let us talk about the media. In the 1960s, when the general population began owning their first television sets, the movie, George Orwell's 1984, captivated audiences on all screens. It was fascinating, and it was talked about, and even at that early age, I was captivated with the images. Those people on that screen, I thought, were slaves, zombies, and more worrying still, I thought it was entirely possible. Ever since that day, these images have stayed with me and I have observed them unfolding before my very eyes, as most of us have, I am sure. There has been subtle changes taking place over the years, but we have declined to award them the serious consideration they deserved. Humankind has been mesmerized and acclimatized with the fascination of the screen ever since. We have been mesmerized and acclimatized with the information we find there on our phones, our computers, and our TV screens. We believe everything we see and hear, and because we do this, fake news is rife. Fake news is rife even when coming from those we should have the most trust in. So, just what can we believe? I guess this is one of those all-so-familiar times when we realize we are living in a world of liars and because we live so comfortably with it, we must surely be willing participants. It is fitting that we should believe the chief minister every day in his daily national broadcast telling us what we may or may not do the following day, at what time and for how long. We may well find ourselves in the bosom of the state, relying on its approval and support in everything we do and being able to do nothing without its blessing. We will thank Big Brother for his protection and we will condemn to the most severe punishment anyone who does not agree, even members of our own family, in fear of losing favor with our benefactor. This is just one of the possible choices we need to make when choosing sides with they who do evil, and our Father in the heavens, or Father the creation. As Tony Blair has noted, it is important that we realize the brainwashing elements of the screen. Within one year, the ministerial broadcast will be a part of our psyche. Having your movements determined on approval will just be a normal way of life, and we will miss those broadcasts. Impossible? You would be surprised what you miss after acclimatization to a limited choice. Will it happen? It is just a possibility of choice. To be aware is to know how to avoid it when it occurs. Suspicion of your brother will remain after this plague, as you will remain in fear of it repeating itself. 
the distancing from each other will remain. We will lock our spirits away from each other and all memory of the Father will be lost. But what is to come for the Nubian on this world? Should we not wake up and understand what takes place on this earth? Should we not wake up and know who we are and from where our history has taken us and why? We will be in purgatory and confusion for eternity. Now you may be inclined to believe this corny, but I'm sure you would believe it were it coming from a man in a dog collar pulling you into a pit of despair and meaningless prayer. Where are they? Where are they? Your ministers, your leaders of religion, your champions of evil, the champions of the devil. Where are they? Do all of their books not predict an apocalyptic occurrence? And is that not the main ethos of their teachings? So where are they now that you need them? I will tell you where they are, running for cover. Because there are questions they cannot answer. Wherever there is atrocious behavior taking place, conflict, indifference, and hatred, they melt quietly into the background, asking you to pray for your deliverance. At this time, the world is at war with a plague, and they are missing. It may be a manufactured plague, it may be a fabricated plague, it may be a spiritual plague, but it is a plague nonetheless. We all have misplaced faith in our leaders, and we are only able to acknowledge this when we find ourselves asking, who caused this? A question we would not ask had we chosen the right leaders in the first place. Nonetheless, that we have done, and the world is enshrouded with a dark hand of uncertain fate. Fear emanates from within the spirit of every brother and sister. When I speak of my brother and sister, I mean all mankind. Those who have tampered with the words and messages of our prophets and those who have suffered as a consequence of their forgetfulness. This inner fear has created the darkness looming over us. It says, I am now not in control of my life. For a species born to explore and grow with freedom, this is an extremely frightening prospect for most humankind. We are all under house arrest. Do not worry yourself too much about this plague, which is exactly what it is. Only these days, they who do evil has found nicer words for their dilemma. It is a pandemic. Soothing words for the dying. As for misplaced ideals of deprivation in the name of equality and love, giving us comfort in our times of indoctrinated ignorance and fear. Because what I see more and more is irrefutable evidence that we are afraid. We are even afraid to accept it. Perhaps it is because it is a weakness and we are afraid of our own weaknesses. We do not stand firm for our own deliverance and protection. We dilute our feelings in order to feel safe. We do not speak up. We do not make our voices heard, nor plan and orchestrate our own fate. We ask permission to do it from those who persecute us and perpetrate against us. Half of us pray to an unseen and unknown God, 
to obtain it, and the other half prays that we do not. Amongst Nubians, they are the ones who see and know nothing. They are taken up with a need for acceptability and mentality of those who hate us most. They believe the only way to find enjoyment on this world is to become as they who do evil. And to become as they is to hate oneself as well as all of one's brothers. They will not love you nor recognize you as you stand in the way of their personal salvation. They will do this in the presence of their perpetrator. Otherwise, how will their perpetrator know the efforts they are making when trying to please them? This behavior is a winding stairway to racial obliteration that we do to ourselves and not done to us. They who do evil amongst us do us nothing. They just show us the way, and then we do it to ourselves. We do this continually, effortlessly, in a perpetual motion, creating our own miserable circle of life, seeking escape through religion and prayer without accepting that the hand of man has created this pathway for us. Have you heard episode one, Theories or Faith? Perhaps you should listen once more. We all know what is needed if peace is to be known by us. But through lack of faith in ourselves, we procrastinate and delay. We fear we may be wrong and that others will surpass us financially should we continue on our pathway to change. We fear they will not agree or follow us, but see us as fools and dreamers, cast out and alone. We do not consider just how many of us there are, all feeling the same and wanting the same, all waiting for that one person to stand up and walk away, all void of the understanding that the only way to show others how to change is by changing oneself, not by copying them. Then in addition, we fear that we may die as paupers with funerals as such. We do not realize that we are all living the lives of paupers anyway, and that we leave this life as we entered it with nothing. There will be no curtains, no furniture in that single room, only the decaying flesh. Even your spirit will not be there to care or appreciate it. Do not fear death. It is a consequence of being alive and you will accept it when it arrives, wanting to or not. Every waking moment is for our enjoyment and not sorrow. The only thing that creates sorrow on this world is man. So remember this and live. In closing, please do take this house arrest situation seriously. The truth is written in stone and cannot be altered, and so... We should not be in a situation where that changes every day. We are given figures without locations. We are told of impending doom, and nothing is taking place. No measure of excitement. The hospitals are overflowing, and no names are given. We believe everything we see on the screen, and so it is utilized for the purpose of make-believe. An actress dressed as a nurse, telling you of her dire situation, once again without naming the hospital, is just another actress. House arrest is a form of mental punishment used within the legal system. 
It is a mild punishment, until the day becomes weeks and the weeks become months. Then you'll be tearing your hair out in frustration with the need to get out. Virus or no virus, you will ask for that inoculation. That is how the devil works. He does not force anything on you. He puts you in a situation in which you become so desperate, you ask him for it. The elements of this inoculation will have a dire effect on your thought processes and leave you with the inability to assess your life judgmentally. You will be a mental zombie, yes, as in the movie, without ambition and happy to serve the powerfully wealthy and the privileged. This is your God. Our Father does nothing to give you fear. Only man does that. I am sure you will remember this during the coming year. Meanwhile, be careful of that inoculation and please listen to Death by Medication. Until the next time, I am Brother Joseph, the Messenger. Thank you for listening.